This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Quarter past eight is a Wednesday. Yay! You said it together with me. Isn't it time for Alma Pollard? It is. She's the executive director of the Green Times, eco consultant and coach, and here she is. Morning, Alma Pollard. Good morning. Yes, it's me time now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the best thing that's happened on the radio this morning. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> me, me time is nature time because me is nature. That's right. I love this. Okay, so I thought that was good. I thought the name of this book was good, but you've topped that this morning, Alma Pollard. Okay, so we, we're talking about the release of a brand new book. And the moment Alma sent it to me and I read through it, as somebody who loves books, particularly books for kids, and I love reading kids' books myself, which is why I'm glad I'm a parent now so I don't look crazy reading kids' books. This one's called Captain Fan Plastic and the Black Mermaid. It's a goodie. Thanks for sharing about it this morning, Alma. What's a lovely, lovely title. And I'm an absolute bookworm myself too and love children's books. And I'm keeping all my children's books for my grandchildren, ah. whom, whom I don't have any of yet. So <laughs> special little shelf for them. Can't wait. Yeah, living at home. Uh, okay, so now uh, let, let's start. Let's start with this. I mean, there's talking here about uh, Captain Fan Plastic and we'll talk more about him and the Black Mermaid. Uh, what's the, what? That's obviously not just a name. That that's connected to something else. So tell us more about that connection, the Black Mermaid. Yes. So uh, so, so firstly, just the book is a wonderful book, of, of course, about marine pollution. It's all about the interconnection between humans and oceans. Because you know, a lot of people live away, far away from the oceans, and they don't realize that what they do wherever they are, mm. anywhere in the country impact on the oceans because you know how the rivers and the and the floods and the everything takes all our rubbish down into the oceans and the oceans are sitting with you know the the figures that we've spoken about a lot is the huge amount of 11 million metric tons of plastic goes into the oceans wow. every year and you know uh, plastic weighs almost nothing so do you know how much plastic it is to 11 metric uh, million metric tons so yeah the point is they're making the connection that we are all responsible for the health of the ocean and so this person was written by Ruben Gazelzet who's a social change expert Mm. um, and the program chief at Captain Fan Plastic um, where they are catalyzers for change specifically through experiential learning now experiential learning and environmental literacy is stuff that I'm also worked in in the past, it simply means that you put children or adults through experiences and they learn through experiences rather than just getting facts from books, which which often goes in one ear and out the other. So you learn better by doing things. And so they focus on every person's role wherever you are and provide beautiful tools and action plans for people of any ages to join this mission to look after the ocean, which is a critical issue at the moment. Yeah. And then I was I wanted to say they talk about looking after one of our most important resources, you know, and I immediately questioned the use of the word resources. We always talk about environmental resources, you know, and I looked up the definition of resources, something that you can use mm. for yourself. And I thought, you know, that needs to change as well. I think we should call it treasures, because it's something that we should look after rather than something that we should could 
should use. And I think there's a slight shift that needs to be happened, needs to happen, and maybe that word needs to needs to change as well. Just like we don't want to use the word waste anymore. Waste is resources. Mm. There, it's something that you should use again. But maybe nature isn't a, a resource. And their byline is kind of the ocean starts here, which means with me, mm. wherever I am. So it's very exciting because it's also combined with a wonderful role model, Zandile Ndlovu, who's a freediving instructor and the founder of the Black Mermaid Foundation. Uh-huh. And and this is this cooperation and this partnership is again the answer, as we've said so many times, everyone working together. And she says forms part of the collective heart that works together. And I like that so much. Let's join the collective heart that cares about the oceans. Um, so their work, the Black Moment Foundation, is all about creating access to fun, to the oceans for people who don't normally have access mm. um, very much the previously the not the underrepresented communities and also to expand children's um, worlds so that they understand about this wonderful world of the ocean and and what is there for them to see and to learn about underwater experiences so they are wanting to also create uh, underwater videos of her diving. Hmm. And then they bring all of this to the classroom via um, online and offline um, um, lessons. And this is the work of Captain Fantastic, where they bring environmental literacy to schools for 7 to 12-year-olds. And it's all about the ocean impacts. And then, of course, that links up with the Sustainable Development Goals, which I can tell you about. Yeah, please. I'd love to know how these all link together to to link up with the UN Sustainability Development Goals. Please tell us more about that, Alma. So, you know, there's the the goal number 14, which is life underwater. It's all about um, conservation and and sustainable use of um, the oceans. There's the word use again, huh? And also... Um, sustainable Development Goal 4, Quality, quality Education, um, the, the Goal 11, Sustainable Cities. So you see how in, everything is interwoven with the idea that uh, we have to craft responsibility in children from a young age so that they grow up as carers, I would say, instead of users. Okay? There's, there's like the, the shift for us. So um, I think it's very exciting. And what they're asking us, this is all about action. And they're asking us to do is to also order these books. These books are available from Take A Lot. And they're asking also businesses and groups of people and and communities to order uh, uh, um, supplies of these groups and uh, these books and also hand them out to children who are in need. Uh, quickly, when we talk about Captain Fan Plastic, it sounds very much like a character in the book. He is, but Captain Fan Plastic is more than just a character. It's more a uh, movement. Well, Captain Fan Plastic is, is an organization that, that creates these uh, environmental literacy programs. So they are totally focused on this and very much on obviously the impact of plastics on the environment. Mm. So you can, uh, I just for me to know that there are people totally dedicated to this and this is what they do eight hours every day and they have action plans and they get to the schools. 
It's just music to my ears. <laughs> this sort of takes us back to where we were last week again, speaking about young people. And uh, if you can get it in there with the young people and the kids here, getting them to understand, getting hands-on, getting reading and interactive like these amazing organizations and foundations are doing, this is setting us up for future success. Absolutely. And, and again, it is, for me, this concept of education from the bottom up. <laughs> Because the kids understand more now because they have a far more relevant education than we had. I mean, we didn't learn about the stuff when we were at school. So I always say it's kind of my generation that is responsible for a lot of the trouble, uneducated about these things. So now the kids go home and they say to their parents, you know, why are you chucking this there when you can be recycling it and so on? And hopefully parents take it on board and also think about their shopping and do they bring unnecessary packaging home or are they going to go to a market and get your stuff loose? Mm -hmm. I mean, it is an incredibly exciting movement and it has really escalated uh, over the last 10 years, which is just the best news you can possibly get. And to those of you who love some illustrations on kids' books, Captain Fan Plastic, he's a pirate, um, but he doesn't have a peg leg. His leg is a plastic bottle uh it's worth checking out oh, <laughs> yes it's worth checking out with christmas coming up and uh this is the kind of book that you'll not only enjoy reading for your kids or your grandkids it'll make a great gift but we also know it's serving an amazing purpose and you're supporting local so why not and the story you can't miss it it's got some very happy looking kids uh filling their black bags with recycling a new book connects humans to the oceans on thegreentimes.co.za Master, thanks to you, Alma. Thanks for uh, pointing a spotlight onto these incredible things that, as far as I'm concerned, from where I spend my time online, these would, would completely miss me if it wasn't for you. So you've, <laughs> you've, you've got it going on and you're feeding us all the right kinds of information. So massive thanks to you. Thank you. Have an awesome day further. That's Alma Pollo. She's the Executive Director of the Green Times, Eco Consultant and Coach. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.